Hi everyone, just a note from me before we start this podcast. This podcast was recorded before the COVID-19 outbreak in the UK. We are living in a challenging and constantly changing world. So please bear in mind the most recent guidelines when listening to this discussion. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Hello and welcome to Get That Grad Job, a podcast brought to you by the Lancaster University Careers Team. Today's theme is CV enhancing gap years. I'm Hannah, your host, and today I'm joined by three guests. Thank you so much for joining me today. Do you all just want to introduce yourselves and tell me a little bit about what you do as your day job? I'm Julia and I work in the Global Experiences team and I focus on doing uh, short-term vacation opportunity uh, for students. So if anybody wants to travel to one of our teaching partners in China, India or Ghana, they would come see me. I'm Jo Hobbs. I'm Careers and Placements Consultant at Lancaster University. Hi, I'm Laura Bromley. Um, I'm a careers advisor at Lancaster University and I work with students to help them with their CV, cover letters and do a variety of different workshops. I used to be a teacher for about 13 years, so I've had a bit of a career change. So, you know, for the past three years, it's been a bit of a different time for me, uh, but really enjoyed it. Great. Thank you so much for joining me today. So firstly, has anyone got any personal experiences with gap years or travelling abroad? I've I've had a year abroad after university. I basically left left university, didn't really have an idea about what I was going to do, and thought, well, I was kind of influenced by some friends really who were who were going to go travelling. So I uh, went back to Chester, got a bar job, worked at Dixon's for six months saved some money and then in the January went to Australia and did did some work there but I mean I suppose times are a bit more different now I can't say that I had a particular purpose when I went but there were I was definitely it was definitely beneficial in in many ways that I never thought it was going to be before actually going. Amazing great thanks so much Joe and Julie you didn't do one. Um, no I didn't actually do a gap year um, I was I was an international student when I was an undergrad, so I'm American originally, and I went to Scotland. So it was kind of like my whole whole undergraduate experience was a bit of a gap year almost. But no, I didn't really do a traveling gap year. I guess um, in a slightly different perspective, I went into a retail job, which isn't at all related to what I'm doing now, but it was more of kind of like career breaks the wrong word because I hadn't started my career but it was just a way to kind of figure out what I wanted to do while also having a job and getting a bit of money so um, it was a bit of a break a bit of a gap but not traveling. Cool great that's really good to know. So what do you think are the different types of post-university gap years that students can take? So from my experience working with students thinking about taking a gap year the main differences I've seen are kind of the ones that go for the almost pre-packaged gap years, so with big providers, compared with students who kind of develop their own, they'll build their own package of their gap year themselves. Mm, absolutely. Yeah, I think, um, you know, similar, Joe. And I suppose, you know, there is a variety of things that students can do, you know, volunteering. Some, some students may actually currently have a part-time job, say, for example, in McDonald's. And one of the things that they, they may do is transfer over there, maybe into a different role. That could be another thing that students do just for a few months to get money together while they're actually over wherever they are to then sort of move on and see what they want to do. Uh, obviously, it's good to have a plan and prepare for that. 
Um, but yeah, I think you know you're right, Joe. You know, put, put, putting something together themselves, and you know, it's, de- it's definitely a good good thing to do. Um, you know, to develop those skills. Yeah, traveling overseas just in general is something that I would recommend that anybody tries to do, particularly I think when people are a student or have just graduated before they feel the pressures of sort of adult life and perhaps family or whatever uh, might come next for them. So I'm sure we'll come on to this, but just traveling and getting a different perspective and seeing different cultures, it just gives them so much of a better perspective that will help them in whatever career path they chose to go on to. So at the moment, because of where Lancaster's partners are, we tend to have students that go to China or Ghana or India, which are completely different cultures. But as I say, it just gives them that perspective of when they aren't a boardroom or wherever they are in an office environment, not everybody has one right answer. Not everybody has one way of looking at things. And just that collaborative nature of um, the workplace just is enhanced by getting that bit of exposure to different cultures overseas. So if it's only for a week or two that you can go abroad, that's great. But then taking that gap year to give you that fuller experience and just to um, give you a chance to figure out what you want to do. I think it would, it's something I didn't get to do, but it's, I can definitely see how that would have benefited me 10 years or so ago. Amazing. And I think we've just talked a lot about um, overseas gap years and traveling and the advantages of that. But there's also different types of gap years, for example, um, just taking a year out after you graduate, uh, just to get some work experience before you go on to do what you do. Um, does anyone want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I think it's kind of similar to what Julia was saying that she did after university. Um, I did the same thing. I'd had a part-time job during university and I knew I wanted to apply for graduate jobs, but I'd kind of missed the boat on that. And so I decided I'd go full-time in my in my bar job to kind of gain more experience and to support me whilst I searched for more interesting and relevant opportunities, more aligned to what I wanted to do career-wise. And I think a lot of students maybe have the mindset of thinking that that's not a strong enough plan But it is, you know, if it's got a purpose to it, if you have a kind of end goal, I'm going to do this for six months and then adapt my plan, you know, and move towards something else. And that's absolutely fine to do. So it's thinking about what's um, immediately available to you, what's convenient for you, then how to build that into a longer plan. So yeah, your gap year hasn't got to be exotic. It's still an opportunity to develop additional strengths and gain more work experience if you think, that maybe compared to other graduates, you're lacking in the amount of work experience, then this year can be the opportunity for you to kind of strengthen that and work on that. Mm, Definitely. And I think it's also true, so as well as gap years, um, some people also do placement years within their degree or they choose to intercalate uh, between one of their years to gain some of that experience. And Joe, you actually work with a lot of these students. Um, Just want to tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so... Um, I currently work with students who take a year out as part of their degree, so formally, um, but I have also worked with students who've decided to take a break in their study in order to gain work experience. So before we had placements available as broadly as they are now, I did meet a lot of students who were kind of switched on to the fact that these placement years existed. Um, They were eligible to apply for them because they are current undergraduate students, and so they took the decision to apply for them regardless and when they were offered an opportunity to then formally intercalate their degree. And so now 
because so many of our degree programs already have the kind of integrated placement year already in them, um, it's much easier for students to gain that level of work experience prior to graduation. So obviously employers offer placement years because they are aware of how much experience somebody can gain within a 12 month period. Um, And so the fact that employers see the value of a longer piece of work experience as opposed to just a summer internship or a couple of weeks um, should hopefully make uh, graduates think about how much they can do in terms of personal development during a 12-month period as a gap year. So there's lots of different types of gap years that do happen um, and that students and graduates take. I think sometimes um, in the media and with maybe older family members, gap years can get a bit of a bad rep for graduates as a year of just kind of dossing about, trying to work out what you're going to do, maybe travelling, maybe seeing different cultures, but sometimes it does get that bad rep. What are the kind of pros and the cons of taking a gap year in terms of employability, really focus on that employability skills for people's future careers? I think it shows, you know, that you can be resilient and that you are being proactive and you, you show initiative you know, I think if you do, you know, you go abroad and you, you take yourself out of your comfort zone, you know, it does sort of help employers perceive you as a certain type of person. And I think as long as you can justify why, you know, like Joe was saying, having that sense of purpose, you know, I think it's really viable. And maybe, you know, ask yourself a couple of questions, you know. Um, so, for example, when I come back, what do I want to have achieved? What experience do I want under my belt? You know, so I think as long as you've got a, that sense of purpose and whatever that is then you know it's perfectly viable um, and I think if you can put yourself in that situation you're going to experience and put yourself in situations that maybe you wouldn't have done you know if, if, if you hadn't have done maybe a gap year or volunteered or you know whatever you decided to do um, and you know think about meeting new people um, you might decide if you're abroad um, you might think well actually there are some um, companies that I'm really interested in you could make, make, make a visit to those companies, you know, make some contacts while you're there, um, you know, get a tour around the company or have a chat with somebody. So there are definitely things that you can do, you know, even if they're just sort of odd things here and there to definitely keep yourself in the loop as well. Yeah, I agree with Laura in the, in the sense of purpose thing. I think it's just really important to be able to explain to friends, to family, to employers why you've decided to take this year out. You know, is it to develop new skills? Is it to earn money? Is it to get kind of the travelling bug out of your system before you commit to a full-time job? There's so many skills that you can get, but like Laura said, it's kind of thinking about what is it you want to achieve. Um, I think for a lot of students as well, it's another opportunity to kind of build on maybe the independence that they've developed since moving out of the family home potentially to university, then adapting that to another country or culture. So from an employability perspective, it's I think it's quite important to plan what you want to get out from your gap year and then also to regularly reflect on the extent to which you've achieved what you set out to. Mm, that's a really good thing for students and graduates to do on gap years. I think there's a, there's a sense of pressure as well to get into a graduate role straight after um, and I think a lot of students do compare themselves to their, you know, their peers. And I think it's a case of, well, be true to yourself and think, well, actually, put all that aside and think, what do you actually want to do? What experiences do you want to have? 
I think for me, particularly going to China was especially mind opening because it's a place that you hear a lot about in the media and you hear a lot about the Chinese psyche and how their workforce is changing things and it's where things are produced and all of this stuff. But until you actually go and speak to actual Chinese people living and working in China, you don't really have an understanding of um, how completely different the mindset is and how they view even the world of work and productivity and things like that, family values, completely differently from a lot of people in the West. So it just really opened my eyes to the fact that they're not necessarily trying to westernize in that stereotypical way that we think of them as being. They're, they have their own way of looking at the world, and there's a lot that we can learn from that in terms of how we might develop our society, as well as they have things to learn from the West. It's definitely a two-way street there. So that's when I'm speaking to students about the ways that they can benefit, that's usually the example I give, just because that was quite personally very eye-opening, and it made a lot of difference in my interaction just on a day-to-day basis during doing my job now. That's amazing. Sounds like such a great experience and something that hopefully if you're a student here and um, you can get involved with global experiences and I'm sure um, you can find out more information online but if you're a graduate again get in touch with us and we can help you with those global kind of experiences to get involved in. If you are a recent graduate as well, we do have opportunities usually in the summer to work on the international summer schools that we run on campus. Um, So if you keep an eye on the ERS website, uh, you can see where those are being promoted. So that gives you a way of getting a little taster of an international experience, but but doing it in Lancaster. And they are open to recent graduates. Amazing. Such a great experience. Thanks for highlighting. So it sounds like finding a purpose seems to be a really key part of CV enhancing gap years. Do you have any tips on how you can find that gap year purpose? I suppose it's thinking about, you know, what you may want to go into, what your interests are, why have you chosen your particular degree that you've chosen? Say, if you may maybe go back and think, well, what was my aims and objectives before then? And then how does that tie in with what I'm going to do by taking my next step I mean you can always have a guidance interview as well you know if if that will help support you in those decisions but I think it's just thinking well what and it might even be developing certain skills I mean like Joe said it doesn't have to be this massive kind of thing it might just be yeah I want to you know see how I go I want to kind of see how you develop and you know everyone has ideas at different stages you know not everyone takes the same path at exactly the same time you know and I think that's a really key point so I think there is definitely pressure there so so it's just thinking you know what am I going to get out of this and really ask yourself why am I actually doing this why do I want this this gap year and it might be self-development which sort of ties in with the employability as well Maybe students are trying to gain confidence in certain areas of their life. I mean, Joe, you mentioned that that independence, you know, from you know moving on from your degree. So, I was just thinking of things, things like that, really. I think um, as well, kind of adding to that, absolutely coming and speaking to somebody in careers can try and help you kind of make sense of what it is you're searching for, what it is you hope to get. Um, from a gap year but also you know you can get good ideas of what the value of a gap year might be by talking to other graduates who've done one um, looking at the websites of sort of more formalized gap years like the JET program or something like that where they have stories from graduates who've undertaken the program and they talk about what they feel like they gained from that program 
and then you can kind of try and map that against yourself and thinking of whether or not you would like to have the same sort of development opportunities and gain the same skills that sort of alumni have done by doing these programs as well so you can get ideas from people who have had gap year experiences recently too and equally following on from that if you um, have an idea of a job that you want to go into but you don't feel like you have the experience yet have a look at some job descriptions that are out there and look through and see if you can highlight examples of when you've demonstrated the skills acquired on that job description and if you don't have those examples then think about ways during your gap year to for example be able to develop your communication skills by working in a bar that would be a great example of communication or by working in a team doing something similar like JET and so it's really important to think about if you have an idea of what you want to do have a look at those job descriptions and work out how you can match to that. Just just sort of think about what Julia said before as well about, you know, when you're visiting a country and really getting to grips with the culture and the people and the ideas. You know, some some students may think, well, actually, I'd, I'd like to set up a business. You know, so suppose that could be credible in saying, well, I visited these places to get to know the culture, you know, to find out what the market was, you know, what the needs were. So, I mean, that might be else, you know, people think about that could be an option as well. And so going back to what I said about, um, you know, companies and employers, do some research before you go and, you know, make those visits and create those connections, if that's applicable, you know, to to what you want to go into. That's a really good point. Thanks, Laura. Uh, So one of the kind of elephants in the room is the expense, I would say, of gap years. Gap years can be a really expensive thing, especially if you're wanting to travel abroad and do the kind of overseas gap year. Have you got any tips on how to kind of do a gap year on a budget or raise money in order to go on a gap year? I've seen lots of students um, who have done gap years that have done, it's more of the stereotype, but they've gone to work in bars in Thailand or taught English in Spain or found found employment while overseas. And I think that can be a little bit more complicated because of visa restrictions in some countries, but it's definitely an option if you, um, if you look and if you exploit sort of networks that are on campus as well. Um, in terms of looking at the overseas teaching partnerships that Lancaster has, it might be that you can make a connection in Malaysia by speaking to some way, somebody at Sunway University that will help you get a visa and help you get a job. So um, I think that's the most common thing that I see when students are doing gap years is they work their way through it rather than trying to finance it all at once. And it's really true that you can get a lot of help from people on campus at Lancaster. And if you were a graduate who's no longer at Lancaster or maybe a final year that's left, uh, please do just get in touch with us. If you just email careers at lancaster.ac.uk, we'll be able to forward you to the right place. Just get in touch and we'll do as much as we can to help you um, in whatever your CV enhancing gap year might be. So thanks for that really good discussion. Um, Is there any kind of top tips? What are your key top tips? for CV enhancing gap years, just as we finish? So my tips would be, I guess, focusing on almost after the gap year in terms of how are you gonna sell it to employers? So when I have seen students who've maybe done a gap year before they came to university, so the other way around, it's normally kind of squished away somewhere in their CV and it's not really been presented as effectively as it could be. So making sure that if you are hoping to use your gap year to boost your employability, then making sure it's highly evidenced on your CV, it's prominent, it has 
presented all the transferable skills you've gained from this gap year and so kind of again referring back to what Hannah said about careers being able to support you if you've come back from your gap year and are then struggling to communicate it effectively we can help you with that as well and also whilst you're on your gap year if you if it is part of a longer plan and like you're intending to come back to the UK and then compete in the labour market again making sure you keep an eye on on graduate deadlines of the UK as well to make sure you don't miss things whilst you're out enjoying your gap year. And I'd say the main thing is to be open-minded. So definitely know what you want to gain out of a gap year and um, the skills that you're looking to develop, but don't be too narrowly focused on how you might do that. So even if you have a dream destination or company in mind, you may find that a different opportunity arises that is even better for you. So go for it, even if it's not exactly what you had in mind to begin with. I'd say, um, yeah, research all options, you know, go through it carefully um, and you plan and prepare it properly and that, you know, that will give you more confidence in, in terms of the decision that you make. Amazing. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, thank you to my amazing guests. This has been really useful. Uh, tune in next time for more information and advice about getting that grad job. See you later. Bye.